This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, sliceonbroadway.com. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com. Guys, it's time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the awesome cast. I'm Mike Sorgat, Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in the Beachview neighborhood of Pittsburgh, PA. All of you, uh, mostly Pittsburghers out there in the greater area, uh, and to technology and everything. And my friends on the West Coast. Actually, um, uh, producer Missy, I don't know if she's popped in yet because I understand it's Taco Tuesday and it's three hours ago where she's at right now, but uh, she's in the process of opening Sorgatron Media West uh, out in California, dodging forest fires. Um, but uh, <laughs> so so that's what's happening. So if, you, if, if things are a little weird, uh, we're not entirely under a leash this week. Uh, but with us, well, she was on a plane last week, so it was all it was all all over the place. Oh, wait, no, we weren't here last week. That's right. We weren't here. That's last right. Week. There was a, there's an election thing going on. That is John Chichilla. He's at Chilla on the Twitter. He's the um, gadget guru over at Big Bank International Esquire. I was actually thinking because I was running late tonight. I was actually thinking, why don't you? I almost said, just hang, bring me in via Hangouts, and I'll I'll, I'll be on the train until till I actually. Oh, I'm walk sure that'll work out. Amazing. Hey, we what is that guy? That sometime. What is that? What is that uh, guy next to you think of Apple iPhones? <laughs> you know, can you can you go, just tap him on the shoulder and be like, "Hi, what do you what do you think about AR Clips app?" Um, <laughs> I'd be like the feet on the street. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Like, listen, I'm here. Yeah, we did that. We we were doing the uh, the the uh, Halloween night and trick or treat thing, and I actually um, uh, Google videoed. Or did I? Or whatever I used. Yeah, I Google video called to a friend down at the trunk or street down the down the street, and we did a live report. <laughs> I'm using quotation marks. <laughs> we did a live report. We almost did that election night as well, but it didn't work out. We're trying to get somebody from Florida uh, to talk about what's going on down there. Anyways, this is the Awesome Cast. We do techno- talk technology, but we got some business to get to first of all. Please check out everything at awesomecast.com. You can hit us up at awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.com, at, Sor- at awesomecast, and Facebook us. Uh, the awesome pa- awesome cast page and group uh, where there's a lot of great discussion happening on the awesome cast group and the awesome cast page is where this live stream lives um, and so much more also please uh, subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcast app and video or video versions on that Facebook or the YouTube page if we're not on your platform let us know and we'll get over there and of course uh, we are uh, live every Tuesday here on Facebook at 7 p.m. Eastern uh, thanks to our streaming partners helping to get the awesome cast out there at riversedgepgh.com uh, as w- that they carry us every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. and the 405media.com that are carrying us weekdays at 9, ma- 9 a.m. Pacific time, noon Eastern time, five days a week. 
And uh, if you want to be part of the studio audience or you want to uh, be part of the advertising on the show, start getting your message out there until the Awesome Cast audi- audience uh, hit us up at awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.com and producer Missy, no matter what time zone she's in, will help you with that. If you want to support us directly, if you're getting value out of the show, hit up patreon.com slash awesomecast. And thank you to our great supporters uh, at the Coffee Club $5 level, Matt Weller and John Dickie DeGore, uh, where we talk about um, social po- pod- Pokemon Go anxiety, I think, a little bit. <laughs> When it comes to gifting uh, that Chilla was having, uh, and also our friend at the uh, fan of the show, Dollar Love, our longest supporter on here on the show, Michael Fedor, uh, over there as well. Again, patreon.com slash awesomecast. You guys are literally helping us keep the lights on here. So let's get into uh, the awesome thing of the week. And I guess uh, I know it doesn't look like it if you're looking at this on the, on the doc, Chilla, but I'm going to consider this an awesome thing. Um, Bear with me. Stan Lee passed uh, this uh, past Monday at 95 years old. Um, and I'm, you know, kind of celebrate, right? Mm-hmm. Stan Lee, one, he made it to 95. God bless him. Uh, two, he, he, he passed on Veterans Day. And he's somebody who did serve in the Army mm-hmm. before becoming part of what would become Marvel Comics. And also, you know... And whatever you think, of course, there's the controversy about creative rights and things like that. But either way, it's undeniable that he has had a hand in some of the most recognizable characters that are, you know, again, um, being put in front of new generations these days. And I, I had this thought of he's kind of he, he's kind of a Walt Disney, which is appropriate since they're now a Disney property, right? <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely put him up there. And I mean, I think generations to come will see and appreciate his work yeah absolutely i mean at least like you know the the product of it and the evolution of it right mm-hmm. you know i mean reading reading a stan lee spider-man is a little different than reading a a today's spider-man or a uh miles morales spider-man or this into the spider verse that's going to be coming oh that's this month this next or month. that little pig spider-man or that little pig spider no i think that was all stan lee. uh that would be spider ham peter porker okay peter <laughs> i do have one issue of that yeah, somewhere <laughs> somewhere lying around i was thinking about it i might get my comic books out sometime um but anyways uh <laughs> but no i i think i think it's uh really awesome to kind of recognize like somebody that's had that much influence on things you know over the years and, and you know we also you know somebody that really kind of um influenced a lot of our childhoods right i mean there's there was the, somebody was talking about um like somebody that cosplayed at their work like almost every day at, 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 at as spider-man um you know, like like stuff like that. Um, it, it's 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 you know, inspirational the way that they do their superheroes over Marvel. I think more than them just being you know gods and things, which I think DC's seeing a problem with these days, right? Um, so uh, no, I think I think my awesome thing is to celebrate Stan Lee, right? Definitely. Did you see the App Store? No. Gave a shout like. There, if you go to the Today screen in the Apple App Store, mm-hmm. there's a whole section oh. on remembering Stanley. Yeah, there which is. I thought was very nice. Right there, there is a remembering Stanley. Uh, I mean, they do. I, I've seen this a bit. I've seen some WWE stuff in here. Um, generally, on the App Store, like there, yeah, there's a Thanksgiving one. Like, there's more editorial content going on here, like articles and things that maybe quasi lead to an app download yeah the the interesting thing about that is and i don't want to detract from this the stan lee commentary but the interesting thing about that is a lot of the times i get those types of 
there's a lot of information about hey did you know this app can do this this and this too yeah, or yeah, do yeah. you want to take pictures of light trails like with a with a slow shutter setting kind of thing and it's interesting like i learn new things about apps i already have mm-hmm. so i don't know if it curates half based on apps you don't own and half based on apps you do but i've had a very good time just going through there periodically and and learning things that i didn't know about the applications that i already have oh, that's good i i end up i don't go into that enough but mm-hmm. when i do i i find myself surprised i kind of wish it would populate into the news app that a little bit cool. right so, but yeah, and, and they don't do something like this on like the the uh, Mac store. Uh, yeah, I mean, there is, um, I, I, li- I do like how they have this laid out because there's a little bit about him and how he was really important. And then there, there's different sections. There's read and draw and, where they kind of talk about, let's see, he also inspired us to create our own, create on our own, whether by drawing, coloring, or making your own photos look like panels from a graphic novel. So there's, there's apps like Comixology and Marvel Unlimited. And, but there's also Marvel Color Your Own app, and there's one called Aldi by Tin Rocket, which I think it's just an animation app of some sort as well. It's like a $1.99 app where you can work on some animations on there. It's pretty cool. I kind of want to get that app now. And then there's like the playing the games. And, and then there's Act and Learn with Sandbox and Apple Books. So, I mean, it, it's kind of cool. It's not just like just hawking Marvel stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like it really is a thoughtful hey, this is what this guy means, and this is what you should take from it. So I think that's pretty cool. Chilla, what is your awesome thing of the week? So I got the new iPad. And I have actually oh, is that it? Very there? much Wait, so been enjoying it. It's on. Is that it in your in it, your? It's, it's hiding. It's, it's hiding behind. Is, the, is the it there behind the tablet. surface in your grubby little hands? Yes. <laughs> um, I have been enjoying it for for a few days here. I will say. The ProMotion display, like mm-hmm. the 120 hertz refresh rate, is phenomenal along with the speed of the device. Mm-hmm. I haven't, I've, I s- surprised myself, I haven't gotten any false taps based on. Because again, uh, turn that around there. If we're the, you know, look at the bevel. Uh, wow. I, that is a lot less. And and mind mind you, I'm still playing with like the the iPad three that has, has like a mile of bevel in comparison there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I haven't had any problems with like accidental taps or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I wish the pencil and it does. Let me see if I can get a the click. Um, I wish it the magnet was a little bit stronger. Others might find it annoying, but. It's pretty. It snaps pretty well into place, but I do wish it was a little bit tighter. Um, I really like that it induction charges, but I'm hoping that someone makes some kind of like pencil stand for your desk where I can put it on that to charge instead of always having to have it clipped onto the side of the iPad. Okay. Um, like I feel like it's gonna. I mean, how strong is that? I feel like that's something that's gonna get knocked off at some I, point, I right? Mean, you're not going okay, to be able to lift the iPad with it. That looks pretty stiff. But I will yeah. say, like, here's me flicking it. Yeah. It's not going real far. <laughs> and in the one, the, here's how I tested it. There's even, I love that there's like, a, it seemed like a tactile sound. So I'm hoping that helps you guys on the audio podcast. <laughs> I've actually, with it clung to the side of the, the iPad, uh-huh. I've actually been inserting it in my bag like this. That's vertically. To, um, see, yeah. to see if it's going to push off and it 
surprisingly hasn't. Like, so you're taking it, it in and out of my bag. You're sliding it down like a like a book. Yeah. Yeah. At that point. Okay. Um, but yeah, it hasn't it hasn't fallen off in my bag. Huh. The one thing that, and I'm sure everyone likes the sleekness of the new folio cover. Mm-hmm. I'd like to put stickers on this, and I have a feeling they're not going to cling. The other thing huh. that I don't like is the old keyboard cover used to snap onto the bottom mm-hmm. on those pogo pins. And now it's all based on the back of the folio on the device and magnets. And that is the Apple device? Is that an Apple folio? Yeah, this is. Okay. Yeah, and it, it, you can so, position it. So it looks like, and again, this was kind of my, my thought of it. It looks like. There's like it, two positions It for looks it. more and more like an, uh, uh, a Microsoft Surface with the keyboard thing. Oh yeah, a little bit. Um, like it look, it feels like it's it's kind of relatable. Yeah, I would say it's definitely relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, As you have, it's not that much. Actually, on the eleven inch, the screen's not that much smaller than an than a than a surface. Yeah. Um, but which surface is that for people visually? Uh, this is the Surface Pro Four. Pro Four, and that's like a eleven inch. 13 inch? I'm guessing it's around 11. Okay. Um, where I think the pr- both devices really have their strengths is with the screen resolution. Mm-hmm. Um, having a HD display or uh, above. Alex Carr is in the chat room, our friend on the West Coast there in LA area. Um, he's, he's asking. So, what's your current iPad? What's, oh, okay. He well, says, Should I trade my current iPad? For the new iPad Pro, uh, my my guess is he got last year's. Maybe I don't know. The last year's iPad Pro or last year the, the three hundred. We'll wait for him to answer. Um, yeah. So we're like, I, like we're, I can't imagine if I have like the the big iPad Pro like last year. Or not, not is it last year? Did they do one? Yours last? is two. Yeah, they did. They did one last year, but yours is the Gen One iPad. Yeah, like if I have a Gen One iPad, is it worth it to upgrade? I guess so it they went. The, on what they you had do. the nine seven with the they had the two. So this is the third Pro generation. Uh, he says he has the iPad that works with the pencil. That's like the you have the you have the spring release. You have the <laughs> iPad 2018. No, that's this yeah, year. Yeah, last year's. Yeah, last year's. <laughs> he says, but that la- this year like was mm-hmm. released in like March, April. So yeah, okay, so let's just go with this. Let's pretend you have, and he's a graphic designer. Yeah, and that's where I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go with it. Mm-hmm. Let's pretend you have this Springs, which is the iPad non Pro. <laughs> oh, that's right. He's forgetting his time. Um, so the if you had this year's, so where where you're lacking is the Pogo pins for the keyboard. And the um, ProMotion display. If you're doing any video work or you notice like jitter when you scroll, if that's something that's important to you, mm-hmm. I would highly recommend the device. And there are trade-in options. So it's not like you're going to be pulling the full brunt of that price right on that i mean we're, i mean keep in mind that but there's a big but keep in mind that the device he has only retailed at 329 okay 
And these devices start at like 800. <laughs> so oh. a used, a used. Are you replace? Are you also replacing a small <laughs> laptop? And the fact that he can't carry forward his pencil. Yeah. So that's where I think you get into like this. I view the iPad as like a three-year commitment. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. Um. So I would hang on to that device. Um. For yeah, at least another more. year or because it's only six months old right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Um, if you if you bought the thing six months ago, and unless there's a killer feature and you got the budget, no, don't buy the new. Yeah, thing. The, um, the face ID on it is extremely, extremely nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I've become very spoiled with face ID and even using them an emojis and all that kind of fun stuff. So I just wanted that seamless experience across my devices. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It, it, and it, even if you were going to go, even if you were going to try to talk yourself into, well, I could do more design and more video, I would say then bump up to the, the bigger 12 point whatever inch. Mm-hmm. And then you're talking another, you're just talking more money, more money, more money. Um, more money, more iPod. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> I, I would hang on to that device for at least a little while longer. Uh, speaking of money, you have a discount attached to this awesome thing this week. As yeah. Well. So the interesting thing that I learned this week this week is if you go into the Apple Store, one of the questions that they asked me this time was, "Hey, who do you work for? Um, <laughs> who do you work for?" And I'll tell you what, who I work for got me a decent discount. Ah, Big Bank International. The brand brand spanking new device. Nice. All all the accessories were discounted. All Mm. the device, like the the uh, the other thing that that I find interesting is I miss my Lightning port for right now. Really? Only because I only have so many USB C cables, but Mm -hmm. I have Lightning cables everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, but I can sell you a bunch of thirty pins too. I have some 30-pin. I don't have any 30-pin devices laying around, but I still have some 30-pin oh, cables I laying do. around. Um, but the one thing I, I also posted in the show notes is on top of this is, and I'm going to butcher the, the pronunciation of this. Satechi. Satechi? Satechi. Sure. Satechi has already released, well. Wow, that looks cool. Pre-released um, their USB-C hub for the iPad Pro. So if you're missing the headphone jack or you want a USB port or... They did take it. What's that? Yeah, the iPhone, the uh, headphone jack. Yeah. Or an HDMI cable, um, an additional USB-C, I mean, micro SD and micro SD um, for... And it's going to retail for, I think, 100 bucks. Yeah. Um, $99... It is um, if you pre-order right now, and when I pre-ordered, I didn't even have to pay for it. They just said, "Hey, give us your email address, and we'll give you the discount code when it comes out if you order right away." Um, for it's a it's a hub for forty five bucks, and when you think about before people start going a hub for forty five bucks, that's ridiculous. When you think about it, if you typically purchase the camera kit. That's like thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. If you do the the display kit with like the HDMI or VGA, that's thirty bucks. This is not bad for an <laughs> Apple device. <laughs> if you, in in Apple dongle land, in, in Apple dongle land, this is a deal. 
Um, not to mention if you if you're really into your headphone jack, um, this brings that back. Uh, I wish they. I, I thought it would have been interesting if they actually added an Ethernet jack to that. I thought it would be pretty cool, because oddly enough, I actually we've we've shown the dongle connection, not the rainbow connection, but the dongle connection. Um, you can. I, I actually use Ethernet with my iPad more than I'd like to admit. Mm-hmm. So. And we've talked about that before. Yeah. About that that special case that you have going yes. on there. So so I thought this device was pretty cool, and it just shows the power of the device but also obviously people are are hungry for this type of thing they're not going to create this if there's no demand um so i thought it was it was pretty darn cool awesome let's we'll check that out well i got something else for you guys to check out that we haven't talked about on this show before hey some people like technology and they like sports that sports ball the sports puck the sports ball the sports ball puck yes with I- racing with racing Paul Puck. Yes. <laughs> yes. Vroom, vroom. Um, <laughs> so we want to give a shout out to our good friends here on the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. They are Bold Pittsburgh Sports. Our buddies over there uh, uh, are, are, are talking to Steelers. They're talking to Penguins. They're talking to Pirates. And if you want the uh, boldest and rawest looks of uh, sports in Pittsburgh, Bold Sports gives you all things Steelers, Pens, and Buckos. Find out more at boldpgh.com. Of course, there's a lot of great Pittsburgh things going on over at boldpgh.com. Uh, these guys have been going. Jeez, I can't believe how long they've been going. I didn't realize. Like, I went and looked again. And they're up to, like, 53 episodes. Wow. Uh, these guys uh, uh, love their sports and love talking about their sports. And I know you guys have been out there listening to them as well. If you haven't, want some good sports talk. You want to fill that podcast queue. Go check out Bold Pittsburgh Sports over there at boldpgh.com. And also as part of the Sorgatron Media Master Feed, if you haven't subscribed that on your favorite podcast provider. Thanks to them for being on the network and uh, hanging with us awesome casters. All right, Chilla. First of all, I got a local focus here for you. Uh, we – I know it's probably a little weird. I, I think it's awesome that we, Pittsburgh, did not – Get the Amazon HQ2. Yeah, our, our we didn't get it. We didn't get it. We didn't get it. Yeah, all of our all of our housing costs didn't go up by like twenty. Yay! <laughs> my taxes. Well, they're still going up, but let's be honest, they would have gone up a whole bunch more. Um, but no, I. So I. This was, you know, I I had been part of um a lot some discussions. Uh, streaming some events where there were panels talking about the uh, the way the city was handling it, um, you know, things like that. So there's a lot of like kind of cultural things and governmental city things that came under fire along with this about how it's, you know, what are cities giving up to get something new and shiny like this, right? You know, under the veil of it'll bring them some money to the place. It was like, yes, but what else does that do? So um, there actually was a really good comment here I want to bring up that was a, a part of the, the, the article that I, I'm citing is the next Pittsburgh article. And there was a very specific, like usually you get like the, the digest of everything um, from nextpittsburgh.com. Um, but they, the one comment in here I thought was interesting. Um, one of the, the quote them, uh, one of the wisest observations came from Pittsburgh Technology Council CEO Audrey Russo. Um, 
who points out that the cities nationwide approach the Amazon bidding process the same way most people engage with large tech platforms on a personal level, uh, heedlessly giving away private data with little thought towards how it may be monetized. It's part of a bigger... <laughs> Chilla, are your, are your tech podcasts becoming a little <clears throat> too serious for you these days like yeah. mine are? <laughs> no, because it's, it's interesting because it's something that... This is a long. This is a big discussion that's been happening. It's a big discussion, and I think it need those types of discussions need to start in the tech area because my mom, dad, whomever, sister mm-hmm. aren't aren't going to think about these things, right? And I think it's up to us to inject these types of topics into those conversations. We're, we to are get them thinking. We are the tech thinkers, yes, right? Well, and, and the things that that's now enveloping everybody's life. And they're just getting started, whereas we've been looking at this for the last 20 years. Yes. So I, I think it's up to us to help inform. Now, in, in this case, you know, you know that, that that is the idea. Again, I think it was like the, the hey, so it sounds like our, our cities like gave up a lot of data to Amazon to help them. Hey, guys, please come here. Everything from wacky, we're going to make you cupcakes videos to I don't know what else we we saw. You know, I mean, when Google Fiber was coming in, you know, somebody renamed their city, right? Um, You know, trying to get their attention. And, you know, I I think this is something to consider with this. You know, maybe it's nice that we have Google here and everything. It's what it's what made it part of the city re-shinied, right? Um, But there's a lot of other things that go with it. And it's just the kind of thing to just kind of pause for a moment and kind of take notice, I think. And that's all I want you guys to do is just, you know, take a second and be like, oh, okay, not so bad. Not so bad. And just look at some of the conversations. I don't agree with all the negative um, points that were being made against this personally. But there were a lot of really like, yeah, okay, we should think about that at least a little bit more than, yeah, definitely this should happen, right? So The other thing thing is I... I, I like what Audrey says about like her reasons of why she thinks that it was uh, what the issues were mm-hmm. from a from a just a Pittsburgh point of view. But talking about aging infrastructure, critical flight routes, mm-hmm. um, it, it's interesting because I think it gives us something. Not that we need to strive for the next the next HQ of whatever other big behemoth technology company but i think it helps us it helps ground us and set a path forward to what we need to work on as a city Ooh, well Um, said which i which i think is good right yeah um pittsburgh could definitely use to update especially its transportation infrastructure Mm -hmm. um and i i think the port authority tries to tries to do what they can but we're leaps and bounds behind Uh, at least my experience uh, you know again did another piece with the um the the newest head of the port authority like she seems like she's got a better head on our shoulders than Mm -hmm. uh ones previously for instance but um no you know we're moving forward and i think there's a lot of interesting data points um i i think in most cases there's a lot of data technology that's being applied in the city since our, our you know current um regime uh came into the office um but you know so but you know not everything is going to be perfect but let's bring it back around and get a little more interesting <laughs> um riz wanted to point out that uh bobby f j town's favorite gaming marathon for charity is back guys it's Desert Bus for Hope 
2018 uh, raising money for child's play this is um if you're not familiar it's it's down on the lower corner here let me see if i can zoom in that's the game right there oh your driver is stanley that's so nice so this is a Sega CD game. This is an unreleased Sega CD game that was a one mini game, <laughs> mini, as part of um, uh, Penn & Teller's uh, 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 video game release out that never saw the light of the day. And the idea is that in real time, you're driving a tour bus from, was it Albuquerque to Las Vegas, I believe? Something insane like that. And uh, it, it's real time. Whatever, how, like it takes like what two and a half hours to make the trip, like in in real life. That's the game. And to add a level of difficulty, um, your your alignment is not correct, <laughs> and you shift off the road. So you you can't just sit there. You need to steer yourself back onto the road every once in a while too. So this is a thing, and they do this for I don't think twenty four hours or something. This one group over here. Uh, this is the uh, Desert Bus channel over on Twitch. So um, it's, <laughs> I love it. It's the 12th annual Desert Bus for Hope. They're using an emulator or something, I'm sure, in this um, to, to make this work. But uh, I, I love that this is a thing. And it's just one of those weird, quirky video game deals, you know, that, that, that people do. And it's cool. And they've raised uh, $31,000. They're, oh, they're at our... Is that right? Hour 102 <laughs> so far? Oof. Oof. Oh, and when you beat the game and get to the, your destination, um, then there is an extra game of you driving back to your version point. Yes. Can you, can you, yes. Do you get to go back? Yep, you get to go back. Yep. yep. Um, <laughs> it, it seems like a collection of games to, to just to like be cruel to your friends. <laughs> or, I, see, I, I, I'm sure when they created it, they were like, no one's ever going to play this, but we can just throw it on here. <laughs> exactly. And now it's become... Like, I'm sure thing. there was like other stuff that was like, like this is going to be the reason you buy this thing. And then we had this thing called Desert Bus. And it was like, oh, this is what this is. And then some crazy person is going to do something. But that's before the internet had video. So, you know. Jeez. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm distracted by uh, Desert Bus at this point. So there was a couple of things, uh, a couple more things submitted here, and these are all from our Awesome Cast Facebook group. You guys can join over there and be part of that. Um, there was some notes. Brian Crawford, our friend at the Rivers Edge, uh, again, I got to hang out with him at the uh, Pittsburgh Podcasters co- uh, Coffee at uh, Mr. Small's Cafe. Definitely recommend it. I can't remember if we had to hit record before I started talking about it, so I'm going to say it again. Um, he switched platforms. Again. Again? Again. Yeah. He is back, baby. <laughs> back to the iOS platform. Um, and he has some initial thoughts. And I'll, I'll just skim over these real quick. One, I noticed. Well, well maybe these are, these are in here. So, uh, uh, since he moved um, to the XS Max. So he went he, he went go big or go home on this one. Uh, he went as big as possible. Oh, yes, he did. Positive. It works. So many Android devices are littered with glitches due to the wide variety of products. The thing is so smooth and extremely quick. Uh, negative, this is a big one. The battery life in comparison to my Note 8 is awful. And then he had a recent and flagship phone with the, with the Note 8, right? Yeah, and I, I actually commented back on this. Mm-hmm. I must have gotten a dud battery in my Note 8 because I can literally take my Note and sit it on a shelf and not use it all day. And if it starts at 100% battery life at 6.30 a.m., it's pretty much at like 
10% by like 9 p.m. Wow. And that's not, do, I did not do. So there's any, no rest. Like, there's no rest mode in it. Right. Like, yes, Facebook notifications and Instagram, all those notifications right. are coming in. Right. But, but I never, I never activate the screen and, and do anything. Right. And it's, it's there. Um, I, I use my phone a ridiculous I, amount. And today, for example, um, it would have been brought off charge at 6.25 a.m. and it's 7.50 and I'm at 61%. Mm-hmm. And I consider myself... Now, the one thing I will say is, and this is people think I'm crazy, but it's, maybe it's just my eyes. I don't like my brightness turned up very mm-hmm. high because it mm-hmm. actually hurts my eyes, that mm-hmm. bright white light. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say my brightness is at like... 30 40%. I have mine do auto on the, on the bar. I have mine auto okay. do it. So like throughout the day like to the point where if I go to watch a video and I was like, "Oh, I need to crank this up so I can see cuz I usually watch like dark programs." So mm-hmm. um I but, th- but I'm at 61% and I I won't be I mean, I can I'm typically at like 40% by bedtime mm. at midnight. I feel like I, I, we should just copy and paste this into an Amazon review. Um, <laughs> it says, an hour positive, the WAF loves this thing. It's a piece of art. Uh, well, like it if it was more look, looked like a watch, but I love it. Comfortable, works very well, syncs so seamlessly. Uh, one criticism is it, it doesn't have an active app within the watch for tune-in radio. Ooh, yeah, it's, it's kind of like there is one in there. No, there's a tune-in app, but it, yeah, it, it's not... Yeah, you can't like listen usually from the, the the watch itself. It's more just a control for your phone. So, wait, what? I missed it. What's so the... his his one criticism is it doesn't have a, an active app within the watch for tune in radio. Oh, I'm not familiar with tune in radio. It's, it's I mean it's it's a streaming. It's what okay. Rivers Edge just carried. Spotify on. just added today, I think, mm. or, or this. And also, week. I haven't gone back and like checked in on stuff. Um, you know, see like what it, what it has a new app or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, it's like like my bank bounce I think is in here now, but it, then it doesn't seem to load. Uh, you know, it's kind of I don't know. It just doesn't. It's it's like the stuff is there, but it isn't. In in a lot of cases, well, I think with, so with the new requirements and them requiring mm-hmm. the app to not require the phone app pieces. I think that's going to get better over time. I think they. They used the whole, we'll run everything off of the phone as a crutch, and now mm-hmm. they're trying to force everyone to just run full-fledged off the the watch itself. Um, so. Otherwise, he's really impressed with uh, face recognition, way better than the Retina. Uh, he, says, he was talking with me this weekend about how seamless it is. And another positive is the phone camera. He didn't think could get any better than Note 8, but it's completely wrong. And he says he'll drop more thoughts. And, of course, you guys are, are already part of a great conversation over there in the group, too. Uncle Chilla uh, being part of that, so, um, but no, I mean it's kind of cool to see uh, see that that conversion. Um, the the um, clips app, I keep forgetting clips is on my phone to play with a little bit, right? I and I feel the same way. I wish I thought about it more often mm-hmm. to pull that out instead of just even the regular camera video app. I really want to spend time with you, clips. <laughs> Clippy? No, clips. <laughs> but, um, uh, it, you know, stuff from selfie scans or some AR, new AR stuff. AR, excuse me. Some new AR stuff that, that uh, is involved in there. I'm using uh, selfie scenes use the neural engine on the A12 Bionic chip for high-quality portrait segmentation during preview. Jeez. 
new filters, um, eight expressive stickers. Uh, it, it's uh, do 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 do. Dave Dave Podner of Tiny Shutter Podcast is saying that uh, yeah, it says about AR front facing additions are a part of this as well. And also seventeen new royalty free soundtracks. Hmm, got to look into that. So. So that so so go get your clips updated. See what new features are popping up there as well. Uh, Dave says they're worthwhile, and uh, that is all uh, from our group for this week that we had uh, picked out here again. Join the Awesome Cast Facebook group. Can be part of that conversation and and help Brian out. Uh, talk with Brian about uh, his new iPhone experiences too. Hey guys, you know we 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 try to have a lot of energy here. It's a Tuesday afternoon. All of us have been working all day, and you know why we do that. You know how we do that because of our good friends at Slice on Broadway supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza with four locations in Beachview, Carnegie, West End, and the PNC Park location. I just uh, I you know, my travels. I end up I end up. Uh, Passing most of those locations and uh, and uh, and brings a smile every time I do get to pass and say, "Hey, there's our friends that support the show, uh, of course, and uh, always good at treating the show really well and uh, the best pizza verified by several publications." I think at this point, uh, go check them out sliceonbroadway.com. You can win pizza for a year. You can win pizza for a year. Where's that at? I just oh, text slice the three nine one eight seven. Text slice to three three nine one eight. Am I eligible? I nobody has told me not. So go for it. We'll three, see. Three nine one. I'd love eight, if you won seven. this thing. Slice. They'll love it because you're already getting free pizza on Tuesdays. I'll let you know if I win. There you go. Chilla. Chilla's gonna experiment for us. Go check them out. Thank you. Thank you to our friends at Slice on Broadway. Uh, and tell them that the awesome cast sent you. All right, uh, Chilla, what is, what is the good news to talk about this week? Yeah, so what did you... So And I noticed you... Oh, I just... Oh, did you just get some text back? No, I'm good. Um, what, what did you think about the Samsung foldable Infinity Flex? I haven't looked a whole bunch at this. And, and have they released the form factor yet? Is it still in the dark? And we have this like glowy device in the dark that we're not allowed to show you because of reasons? Yeah, I, th- I think they, they had almost like the, they used to do with the iPhones where it's like in some kind of additional case to keep you from seeing, so seeing the rest of it. Yeah. The rest of it. Yeah. Um, curious. So, in so I mean, I want to make sure I describe this appropriately because I've listened to so many podcasts, only seen the video a couple times, and it's I'm still wrapping my head around it. You know, like a foldable screen. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so it's actually two screens. There's like a front one that makes it look like a phone, but then it opens then up the to inside. another screen, like an inside screen. Yeah, that is gonna be expensive. I heard. I heard. Starting price like eighteen hundred bucks. I am not surprised <laughs> by any of that because it's a tablet and a phone. Yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> it's a lot of technology. Now and it's foldable. And it's foldable. I mean, this is the same company that started making like, hey, we figured out how to do edge glass, and we're just gonna put like random stuff and more icons in that edge glass. You know, with the with the S seven edge. I, but notice they didn't keep doing that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that was nice, and it looked cool. It looked really, like a really good phone. Uh, I have friends that had them. You had one, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, okay, that's now they don't sell a phone without it. What? Oh, really? 
I don't think you can get a regular non-edge device. Okay, anymore. so this is okay. It is it is part of all these. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> so all of your phones going to be foldable in the future if this works out. What's interesting is Microsoft's been. There's been information showing that Microsoft's working on the same kind of thing, mm-hmm. but theirs was more of like the old school palm top type thing. It wasn't going to be a screen on both sides of the device with it being foldable. It was going to be more like the Westworld pocket PC type thing. Yeah. Have, you, have you seen like that where they fold out? And it, yeah. Um, it was kind of clear and everything, right? Yeah. Well, I didn't know theirs wasn't clear. It looked like a folio type thing. But, okay. Um, it was a phone. It was a... It was an internet communicator. It wasn't an MP3 player. It was everything. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, but they were working on that foldable device, and I, it seemed like they were stuck on a glass. So it'll be interesting to see, A, is Samsung the only one? Because then immediately, is it immediately after or right around the same time Samsung was giving their presentation, um, Google announced reference designs for foldable Mm-hmm. Android. So this is becoming um, this is becoming a pretty serious thing. Yeah. So I'm guessing we're going to see this pop up. This this is everywhere. Their, Samsung just wants you to know that you're they're the first to show you to a little bit, right? So which makes me think like with all that happening, I may, I bet there is a little bit they're kind of tied into and mm-hmm. couldn't show, right? So or like this is man they they press evented a prototype. Why not? I, I'm sure I'm guessing that thing is going to be out before you before we think it is yeah maybe but but i'm guessing it's a spring here's the thing though it's a spring you think it's just i'm guessing it's like all this new technology but we put a spring in there no i mean i'm guessing it's in the spring oh oh, like you're only you're less you're less than a year out yeah yeah um all right so i I, I thought it was a really i where i thought about it was wouldn't this be cool if like when you think about like the nintendo ds and things like that Mm-hmm. having that play into this um the other thing is, is obviously it's going to drive it'll, i'm guessing it'll drive the price of existing pan normal panels down um which is always good so 7-eleven um apparently is upping their um innovation quota <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you noticed the, the all the uh billboards around at least the pittsburgh area and i don't know if this is everywhere uh, I, I can't imagine it being everywhere, um, but uh, you can now deliver 7-Eleven. And I love the campaign. It's basically uh, get over your hangover, or what hangover, I think it says. And, you know, 7-Eleven now delivers. <laughs> so What do they do? Just Slurpees? What do they deliver? Uh, Slurpee and a hot dog. Convenience store items. You want Doritos and Gatorade. And I mean, this is for if you got the hangover the next morning or you got the munchies tonight. This is what this is for. And they know their audience and they're completely going. It's a whole other app. I have not tried this. But the point is, this is not this is not all. Also, I know there's like a sheet style like card that gives you points down discounts mm-hmm. that uh, my wife signed me up to for. Uh, so so those they're trying to they're trying to catch up with a lot of these things. Are, are they using Lyft? Do you know who they're using? I don't know. That's the other question. Like who who's doing this? It can't be just like okay, we have drivers for Seven Eleven. Like I, does that work? Does that scale? I don't know. Maybe they're just teaming scale. with maybe they're just teaming with Grubhub or something. Mm, I have a less than awesome thing I'll share after the show too. But speaking of because I I I figured out how some things on Grubhub work and and 
in certain cases, do not use Grubhub. Uh, <laughs> like 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 for GetGo or Wawa, do not use GetGo for that. That's just not a good idea. Um, but the point is, 7-Eleven is testing a scan-and-go mobile checkout system. So you use your phone, you use something like Apple Pay on there, you scan your items in the store with your phone. Right, mm-hmm. um, it is going to be available originally in 14 Dallas stores, and will expand to more cities in 2019. Uh, the idea is you scan it, and then it gives you a big QR code, and then there's going to be a confirmation station on your way out the door. So it's not like the Apple Store where you scan your thing, pay on your phone, and walk out like it's, like like you own it. It's like a bag checker, like <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, like it's still a, but instead of instead of. Instead of you like taking the thing to a person that scans each individual item, you did. You did their job. You did their job. By the way, I just got a, <laughs> I just got an email. I just got a text message from producer Missy, um, and uh, just says guac is magical. Okay, I'm jealous of your Taco Tuesday. Anyways, uh, but no, yeah, so <laughs> so we don't necessarily trust the 7-Eleven people like we do the Apple Store people, apparently. Um, it's interesting. I, this um, lends to the self-checkout thing, and sometimes the self-checkout feels a little um, weird to me. Have you seen the self-checkouts at Gecko's? I have not. If you go to a Gecko, look for them, because probably, it's probably been there and you haven't noticed if you, if you frequent any Gecko's. In your travels, um, but you have one. And you go to go to go to the you know where, where you're supposed to check out where there's actually like friendly people. Okay, where there's people uh, to check out your your food items or whatever, right? And then look look to the right or left there. You may see a screen and maybe a little sign that says self checkout. And as you see a little screen and you see a little receipt machine and you see a, a one of the scanner guns, not like the nice big kiosk like you get at Walmart. Like it's to the point where I look at this thing and I'm just like, wait, did I just get hired? <laughs> that's interesting it, I, yeah uh, it's the most unfriendly looking thing but I feel like I'm the only one that notices it and I get to skip the line well that's good the <laughs> thing that I'm surprised is like Sheets doesn't do it like why can't Gecko is a regional thing owned by Giant Eagle it's kind of like Sheets and, and but, they're doing their thing but why can't I do in Pittsburgh. why can't I do self checkout at Sheets in, at the MTO screen, mm-hmm. like to me, that's the most obvious place where if you're going to let me, I would not be out, surprised. Wait for it. Wait for it. There was a great interview. Um, one of the Sheets brothers uh, was on the Gary Vaynerchuk podcast this week. I'm sure it was like an Ask Gary Vee or pod session or something, right? Um, but they talked about how they innovated up to this point and how they're looking. They spent, you know the Sheets the, the sheets people were hanging out at CMU for three days? No. Just looking at technology and possibilities and see what they could apply in the future? They are forward thinking, mm-hmm. right? You're seeing this. I mean, that app, like, it took a while to get to the app and the online ordering, but it is there and is good, right? Um, they are, <laughs> there are Tesla chargers in Hermitage. Oh. That's the only place I've seen these. There are Tesla chargers at the Sheets gas station in Hermitage, PA. Not here in Pittsburgh. I have not seen one yet anywhere else. I'm guessing that's because of its location. Like you're in, because you can only get so far in a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're in There's Pittsburgh, or now Philly? it is. It is down the road. It is down the road from a technology innovation center. Okay. So I mean, there. 
uh, Hermitage is one of those towns, and, and we've interviewed um, um, some people that I think aren't even there anymore. Like they're trying to, con- like Pittsburgh, convert from a manufacturing town to a technology manufacturing town of sorts, right? Like like coming mm-hmm. to the twenty first century. So I mean, there's stuff there. Um, <laughs> Alex says the sheets people were trying to figure out how to enroll at CMU. No, that's not how it works. They're doing very well, uh, but. <laughs> Uh, but no, but but I I that was an interesting it was so it was an interesting discussion and 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 I love the gas station technology battles that are happening now a little bit so but it's all regional too so I don't know all right let's see what else we got in here before we roll out actually let me give a shout out while we're at it since uh, since he's in the chat room and you know we'll we'll go ahead and get this in here because I well, we're, we're heading towards the end of the show here I uh, want to give our a shout out to our friend Alexander Cars alexcars.media that's k-a-h-r-s dot media or alexandercars.com he's putting together a puzzle of design and media from branding to print and digital projects Alex can do logos merchandise websites and even photo and video projects check out alexandercars.com and alexcars.media to get started and uh, he'll help you with your project no matter where you are in the country. He's a West Coast friend but he's worked on a few projects with us here around Sorgatron Media and Sidekick Media Services and uh, I think I just recommended him for another project here in the area too so um, yes please help me help you he says in the chat room. Uh, so go check it out alexcars.media see, see if you're on video now everybody knows how to spell your name with that banner that we got going on uh, so yeah a little bit of a slight upgrades this week and we'll see how they roll from there so um, from that uh, let's chat for a moment about I know I had one or two I went Niantic we know about it. We were talking about Pokemon Go social things uh, before before the show here, uh, Chill and I. And, uh, you know, you, some may know, and I think they're doing the new Harry Potter game, I believe. I've, I heard about that. We talked about the Ghostbusters game not too long ago. It's not by Niantic, it's Niantic but no, it's not. No, 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 no. It's, it's the same premise. Well, they are sort of, their original concept that basically Pokemon is built on is Ingress, right? Um, kind of an interesting concept, right? Uh, a little bit of like revolution kind of thing going on there. Well, they're going to revive it. And again, this article here in Engadget is saying for the post Pokemon Go world, uh, it, it's it's coming back as Ingress Prime as a reboot sequel to help new gamers get into it. And on top of that, and this is where I got kind of excited about it. Um, not only are they going to reboot this thing and, and kind of make it a little more interesting, and they do have a very ARE kind of um, promo for this. And, and again, it's it's bases, and you're on a team. You know, you can think of the bases, and you know, going from uh, blue to green, just like your uh, Pokemon gyms. But also on top of that, they have an anime that will be coming to Netflix very soon. So if you want to see the uh, background here on Ingress, the animation. Uh, it looks pretty cool, and I'm kind of excited. I, I mean, I'm an anime, anime fan to begin with, uh, here and there. So, uh, it's because I mean, again, like Ingress just seems so um, existential when I played it, it. It was that, and it was like the UI was like something yeah. out of like the Matrix. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. It really felt like that, right? 
So it's uh, this this will help. Okay, hopefully like nobody's coming at me with a gun like in this uh, in this uh, preview that they're giving you. And it's that like anime kind of 3D effect that um, uh, I the, the dragon dragon prince that I've been watching on Netflix has this kind of thing going on. Um, so no, it looks really good. Looks really fun uh, as far as animes go and stuff. So uh, it can give you a little bit of oh, that's what I'm doing when I'm poking at those shapes in that game kind of idea to it so go check it out keep an eye for an ingress and ingress prime and ingress the uh, animation coming soon to phones and netflix i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to reinstall ingress and give it another give it another try do you want to be a rocket man do i want to be a rocket man do you want to be a rocket man and fly around the world or uh, of sorts so this is so this was a um this is a movie that they're putting out called Loft the Jetman Story. There's an official teaser here uh, that we that we have linked, and uh, I didn't put the original article in the uh, in, in the thing by accident. But the idea is um, the, these are jet powered backpacks. Like you're basically um, let me get further in the video here so you can kind of see what's going on. Um, this is something that they're, they're they're putting together a feature film on this, like a documentary film on this. But they have something that kind of, the, the, a, a clip here teaser clip here that um kind of shows you how serious this is as far as like your reaction time and everything um but it is a real jetpack wing thing <laughs> that you, Do you can take wear. off from um they show here so there it's an elevated platform that okay. you can take off from let me see. Or some, the side of a helicopter. Uh, or side of a helicopter, apparently. I love that there's plenty of slow-mo shots here. There's a little bit of close-up of the turbines and everything. Um, and it looks like that is the... Uh, that looks like that's a platform they're building there for this. And they talk about a little bit of like how important it is. Here he is uh, jumping off the platform and going basically straight out-ish with his... Well, you know what? I bet they, he doesn't like take off from there. Like He probably glides for a bit, too. That's amazing. Yeah, that's high up. Yeah, that is. <laughs> yeah, they're basically they're in the is it the Alps? I believe it was in here. Hold on, I got it on my notes here. I would be nervous, like, of getting overzealous and consuming all my fuel, and then not being able to really land. Well, these are these, these are people. Um, let's see. I grabbed this one section out of here. Uh, it says the the trio the trio in this film uh, show a formation of flying through the the fjords of Norway. Uh, they say it, and this I believe was uh, via Engadget. Uh, it, it demonstrates the extreme risk if something goes wrong. You have to react fast. Uh, they say um, along with some of the pretty incredible high speed high speed visuals. Uh, you also get to see the first time the team has launched from a ground-based platform, uh, a high ramp in the mountains rather than helicopters or planes they usually use. Okay. So it was a little bit of everything there. So, th and again, I, I imagine these are, these are people that already fly jets. Mm -hmm. You know, this is not this is you know they're doing the same thing but with less hardware, <laughs> you know, less wrapped around them at this point. So, uh, it's it's pretty cool. <laughs> sorry i just know some stuff in the chat room um so with that i think that wraps us up for the day chilla that is the uh the awesome stories i think are worth awesoming about i gotta I work on that outro <laughs> <laughs> i would agree <laughs> but uh 
let's think. There's anything else going on? We got Pittsburgh Current. Uh, we just announced a guest over there. I know we just put the group up. Uh, I'm sorry, the event page up with our friends at Pittsburgh Current on the uh, Facebook page. We'll be live streaming at 10 a.m. Eastern time here on Thursday. We will be doing, uh, let's see, nothing tomorrow is streaming. And, uh, and I think that's it for this week. We're looking to do, get this, uh, putting the final details together. We might be doing a Turkey Bowl Mario Kart tournament Ooh. on Thanksgiving Eve. On Thanksgiving Eve. On Thanksgiving Eve. Yeah, keep me posted on that one. Keep me posted on and that. I think we should assign homework to those, of, to those of you who read the Facebook page. I'd like to see for next Tuesday what people's favorite Black Friday deals are in honor of Thanksgiving. I Okay, and also start thinking about what you're thankful for in technology because we <laughs> usually do that instead of awesome thing of the week. Ah, that's that's a good mm-hmm. one too. I had an idea. I'm not sure this here. This is we're at the back of the book on this. Um, I had an idea for for uh, if, if I'm driving Lyft over on Thanksgiving weekend, I want to take like a jar and I'm going to have some post-it notes, and I'm going to ask people to write what they're thankful for, not honestly, right? I mean, I'm not like I'm going to have anything but their first name, right? And I probably won't even keep that. And I, I kind of want to do a little bit of a social experiment video, you know, something with it, like mm-hmm. with social media. Cool. So, I'm, I'm, but I, I, I think that'd be kind of a fun thing to do while I'm out about because I'm like, you know, what am I going to do? Put Thanksgiving lights up? <laughs> so, we'll see. So, if I'm out and about the Thanksgiving weekend and Black Friday, and also I'm hoping it serves as a little bit of a reminder to kind of uh, step back a little bit when you're trying to get that great deal and hit granny with a uh, shopping cart <laughs> listen man we've all Very been true. there but uh you know they take it a little easy there on the thanksgiving weekend so so go check that out oh doug's down for the mario kart oh i did i did also mention the mario kart is uh tournament is being put together by our wrestling friends so if you want to come play mario kart with some pro wrestlers let us know and uh we'll get you looped in there we'll be sharing the event as soon as it gets uh lined up here so Wait, wait, chill, wait, chill. Wait, 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 wait. Did you have secret pizza this whole time? Yeah, I was waiting until like I could not munch. <laughs> I could munch without uh, messing up the mic. I love this. And munch time. Thank you, Chilla at Chilla on the Twitter, ChillaTech.net. That's me in the pizza. <laughs> at Sorgatron on the Twitter. Thank you so much to our chat rumors, Doug and Alex and uh, uh, Dave and uh, Billy Johnson. I saw was in there for a little bit. Uh, Thank you. You guys have been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.